Kyle, come on, move it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one more page to read. You said you're, you're out of time. Eight o'clock. I've got seven minutes. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> All right, Hi, I welcome. I'm ready. Oh, you just messed me up. So, All right, I'm gonna start again. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the last page bookcast. We are your hosts, Jenny. Oh, we, we legit doing like the sound <laughs> off every episode. Oh, I don't know if you want to. Like, what is this like a PBS show? Where it's just... Welcome to Reading Rainbow. Make it whatever you want it to be. This is what you get. Where is Lamar Burton? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was LeVar. Oh, okay. You're right. It is Lamar. I could sing the theme song. Oh, <laughs> I've only watched a guy on TV for like 40 years. Well, yeah. And I, go ahead, George. I Insert your old. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> I didn't know that was the plan. I don't. I hadn't. Like this is. I'm trying to do something over here. I have no idea. Look, it's fine. You know what she's trying to do? <gasps> Take more money from me. <laughs> yes, those I mean those up. twenty. Those yes. 25 cents she are just going to take me yes. to One Europe. listener, she owes me 25 cents. <laughs> 25 cents. If anybody can send Kyle 25, 25 cents. 25 cents. In an envelope, one quarter. One quarter. Yes. 25 pennies. Do it. Yeah, that'd oh be Oh, my God. Better. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would love that. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to do math in this podcast. Simple. All, all the dollar math. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> God, I, I hated doing that, by the way, <laughs> at school. Ugh, I could never get it. It was just the apple. But now I'm pretty good at it. I'm glad you grew <laughs> I, up. Like, I know that I owe, <laughs> and I, I know that I owe Kyle, like, 25 cents, and that's yes. it. And you're going you're gonna to make me break my piggy bank, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Crap. Who's going to spot me? I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> So did anybody do anything fun during the weekend? I cleaned. Whoop, whoop. Oh God, no, no cleaning. Closed the pool. Oh no, boo, fall season. Yeah. Well, so sad. So sad. Yeah, but sure. you aren't, you, aren't you in somewhere here in the Midwest? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's time to shut it down. Yes. Yeah. For all the listeners who don't know where- I in like a month. I know. For all the listeners who don't know, we're all in different states, and we're all recording virtually. Yay! And um, y'all have to guess. Whoops, I just gave it away. <laughs> should guess. You should guess, because if you can guess where we're from... Well, I don't know we about you, Pansy. like a shout-out on the show. But I had to carry out several assassinations in an unnamed foreign country. Ooh. It was completely off the books. <laughs> it was all for the United States, though. If, if I told you what... If I told you... Some of the shit that I know would blow your mind, but you know that's that was just that's just another Tuesday for me. <laughs> George, Bond. Yes. Of George Bond. We're gonna we're gonna make shit up. That's not made up. <laughs> made up. <laughs> made up. Yes. Right. Whoops. Cover story. Cover story. Cover story. <laughs> yes. This podcast deals in nothing but reality. True. Mm. True. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, I did oh. a little. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say. Uh, so what I did through the week, I played in a championship baseball game, lost. Oh no. And I actually did some research on our author Helen Pfeiffer. Just throw in a little fun fact. She, I think, I believe her first published book was in 2013. Wow. And she wow. has written 17 books. That is not that long ago. And she is currently writing another one. Like, would it be I, rude if I asked her if she was on any type of drugs? Because, <laughs> honestly, authors with that type of work ethic, it just, I just raise an eyebrow. Because it's just like, it's... It, it's like how because okay i can't even write one damn book and it's just like they write like seven that's that that yeah, like 17 crazy. like it's like that's more than most people's careers as a writer mm-hmm. like honestly it's very yeah, impressive like, yeah. like, unless you're james patterson easily. who probably sleep, writes one in his sleep every other day right <laughs> Exactly. Well, he's got somebody writing with him. I don't think she has anybody writing with her. She's just no. She's yeah. just cranking the these out by herself. Yeah. Prodigiously prolific. Lots Look of at you throwing fancy oh, yeah. words around. And then Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, prodigiously prolific. How you like that? Impressive. Getting getting words all over the place. I, yeah, that's gonna be my new thing. Like the Reader's <laughs> Digest, ten cent word. Correct. Good. Well, stop, you know, stop, stop at, what, <laughs> two and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay you then. <laughs> right. Um, well, um, I did something that I haven't done, um, that uh, I don't usually like to do, and I, I don't usually like to watch scary movies, and my husband dared me, and on Saturday, we watched... The number one scary movie of whatever list he found online, and we watched The Exorcist. Ooh, like the original from 1973. Did you like it, y'all? I, I wasn't very impressed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm of the, I'm of the unpopular opinion that The Exorcist is not scary. It is it, not. It's, it's t- 30 minutes of preamble to get to the to the story or to like when the like spooky the, stuff starts. The only creepy part of that movie is when she does like the spider walk down the stairs. Agreed. That shit did yeah. that shit did scare the hell out of me. But like everything else is just like it's okay. She's just like you know your mom sucks dick in hell and it's, it's like I mean it's just like it's, it's like it's just more like shock value yes. than actual yes. like horror. The self-mutilation, because I put myself, I try to put myself in the mom's shoes. I'm like, what the hell would I have done had this, like, if my own kid had started doing this? And I honestly don't know. I'm like, would I throw her into, like, a a church and say, do something? I I don't know. At that point, I got to put my kid down. I was like, you know, I love you. (laughs) But I know you're unusable. (laughs) It's like, how can (laughs) <laughs> Put her out of the misery. I mean, it's like you're gonna have to be. I mean, it's gonna be the old yeller solution at that point. If you like vomiting, like projectile. We're not advocating for child abuse in this podcast. This is not Just child abuse. Clear. This is this is Just a mercy clear. kill. I mean, this is. <laughs> if she's over there like Y'all vomiting, are, you're gonna projectile get vomit and turning her head 360 degrees, that was and like. Freaky. 
Like, I mean, something like, come wrong. on. Yeah. Something is obviously wrong. Yeah. I think the scary movies that, um, like, play well with the, um, the music, the loud music, like the sudden, the sudden burst of music, um, do much more to scare me because I'm very sensory like that. Like, it's not just the visual, but the sound will scare me as well. Okay, so and, Carol. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am a horror movie fanatic and I live to be scared. Not jump scares, uh, yeah. but like scared like I'm terrified. And my movie that you need to watch now is 28 Days Later. Okay. I was going to go in the order of the no, list that my husband gave me. Terrible. The next one's Halloween. Halloween's okay. But I feel like 28 okay. Days Later is going to scare the shit out of you. Well, maybe let me work up to okay. that. One. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll work up to it. Because it feels like it could happen. Have right? you seen it, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Oh, I own it. I love the actors. It's grainy, it's gritty, and it is something that feels like it could happen. We're not talking zombies, we're talking a pandemic. Dun dun dun. I mean, we're kind of living it already. I know. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> Which makes it a little more frightening. The, well, true, mm -hmm. the true horror movie, though, is going to come shortly when I don't receive my quarter. <laughs> You're going to come and hunt me down for this. Tapping on the window. <laughs> Throwing stones or pennies at the window. <laughs> Why is there a fat white guy standing at our window? <laughs> Tossing quarters at us. Right. <laughs> right. I don't have any Menacingly with a trench coat. <laughs> right. Are you guys reading anything else other than um, the book that we're currently reading? Or is this kind of like it? I am. What else I are you reading, Jenny? Um, I, gosh, let me look to tell you the name of it. It's, it's a love-hate one. It's called... Um, it's scroll if you tell it's a true story of Definitely. murder family secrets and the unbreakable bond of sisterhood i sense the theme with you <laughs> i'm a little dark and twisted mm -hmm. no you don't <laughs> if you tell if you tell it's and who, who's the author it is greg olson and it's um it's a true story just based on a really demented um mother and what she puts her family through and you see a lot of narcissistic behaviors and you think the whole time like why are you tolerating this like you know better it's one of those kind of books um and then there's child neglect and just in general people neglect so it's very sad as well um Sounds heartbreaking. it is heartbreaking but you um these people tell it tell the story from when they're older and they're just reflecting back on their childhood and their mother and how she manipulated everybody around her. And it's, um, it's sad. I hope it, it's a survivor. It story. is. So it ends in a positive light. Um, but yeah, it was, it looked a lot better than what it was. I mean, it's good. It's just not the type of book. I wanted something. I was trying to find something just fun. I just need to stick to authors I know and I know are fun. So 
Yeah, but now I'm in the dark hole. I can't get out until I finish it. So, well, if you want something fun, and I, I'm reading one right now. It's called Mary Shelley Book Club. Oh. Um, and I'm currently liking it a lot. It's well, but it's a teenage, it's a teenage girl, teenage angst, but some stuff's going down. Um. And it's kind of interesting, and she loves, like, scary movies to the main mm -hmm. character. And it's called The Mary Shelley Club. Sorry, not The Mary... Yes, The Mary Shelley Club, and um, the author is Goldie Moldavsky. Okay, I'm putting it on my list right now. Um, and it's quite... Um, I think you'll like it. Awesome. Why? I got it from the library. I have purchased it on Audible. There you go. George, are you reading anything else other than the book that we're shortly going to get into? Or listening to any podcasts? Alright. You, Kyle, are you are you listening to any um, other podcasts other than this one? <laughs> I just keep this one on repeat, actually. <laughs> um, and hear the dulcet tones of our, of our voices. That's right. <laughs> um... No, uh, as far as books, no, I usually read one at a time. Um, I'm a pretty quick reader, and I find that my attention will splinter a little bit if I go multiples, and I'd rather keep it pretty straight. As far as podcasts, I listen to like a dozen. We'll um, need to hear more about those then. Excuse me? We'll need to hear more about um, those podcasts. What oh, kind of podcast you listen to, you listen to and any recs you might have? Um, I listen to Rogan, Two Bears, One Cave, um, The Honeydew. Uh, what else do I listen to? Last podcast on the left. We have a last theme here. <laughs> yeah. Um, your mom's house. <gasps> my mom. <laughs> Yo, Everybody's mama. mom. Uh, there are a few others I can't think of off the top of my head, but yeah, there's a number of them. Cool. It usually right. should give me a laugh through the day. Nice. Oh yeah, we need we need those for sure. All right, shall we get started? Absolutely. Yes. Let's get started. So, um. On episode two, we're discussing the first 19 chapters of Dark House by Helen Pfeiffer. Open floor. What's up? Uh, I, okay, I've got, um, a, I've got a few questions that I wrote down. The first one is Lucy likable, and if she is or, or isn't, which I feel like she's a little not. Was that completely deliberate or like, are you hearing something different on the, the audio part of it, Jen, or? I don't feel compelled to like Lucy right now. Um, I don't want to say she's not likable. Um, I think there are some issues that um, I don't know. I'm judging her with. Does that make sense? Um, 
What about you, Carol? Is it is it because she works? Is it because she works too much, or she has this hang up with her ex, or her relationship with her daughter? More the relationship with the daughter, and um, yeah, I mean the working too much. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if there's a healthy balance, and it doesn't sound like there's a healthy balance. Yeah, I I'd have to agree. I I think the daughter has some sort of hang up with with her mother. Um, so Ellie has some sort of hang up with Lucy that must have had to do with whatever incident um, Lucy experienced at the work at, at during work because she was suspended for three months. We don't know what happened there. Right. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't necessarily, I don't not like her, but, hmm. Yes. Actually, I find her very sympathetic towards the victims and the victim's family. She was very, she was very, um, um, empathetic to Florence and the the victim himself trying to figure out um, who John is but I don't know if because it's because she's driven or at, for work or because she she really cares about what she does and the people that it affects okay George what's your take honestly I was not really a fan of Lucy um, I'm still not uh, mostly, um, the only redeeming factor she has is that she's very empathetic towards the victims and the victims' families. But I feel like, and this isn't really to critique Pfeiffer's writing. I feel like she's one of those, I won't say stereotypical, but common, you know, workaholic female characters that, you know, uh, she, she's too busy for a relationship and she's too busy for her kids because she's she's so dedicated to her art and her craft or like her her uh, career and it's just like it's I've seen that trend so many times and I feel like it's so unrealistic because I know women for a fact you know they a lot of times they sacrifice their careers in favor for keeping, you know, uh, their their relationships with their kids or uh, their their spouses uh, intact, and like I know, like you know, there's obviously um, people that you know go that mile and with their with uh, working, but I don't. In my personal experience, I haven't seen that a lot with women. I've mostly seen that in just uh, fictional settings, if that makes sense. I'm with you. I feel like it's I've overdone. actually. F- I've actually seen it in real life. Really? Yeah. I, I like again. I, I don't deny that it does happen. I just sure. I, I see that it's just me personally. I see that as a common trait. It happens and, more in fiction. I think. I think you're right. Like um, in in TVs and and, and books. Um, but I I have seen it in real life for sure. So I so so that part didn't bother me as much because I'm familiar with it. I'm like, I can see how that can happen, but um, her being angry with her daughter for lashing out instead of trying to empathize why her daughter was trying to lash out because it was interrupting her busy day. 
that part set like didn't really set in with me real well either but I do agree with you that she's empathetic towards the victims and their families so that's her redeeming quality and she's dedicated a dedicated professional that's you know climbed up the ranks to get where she wanted oh yeah this way you know and I'm sure this is all intentional I mean because another common trait with these stories is that they're flawed heroes um they're not necessarily someone that's like from the outset like perfect i don't expect lucy to be a perfect person um but right now it's hard for me to warm up to the protagonist i'm with you Kyle, we're going to allow you to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> Let Kyle out of his cage. <laughs> None of you people are funny. None. Uh, okay, I, I, got another que- I got another question. You guys ready? Yeah. The name Dark House, is it describing the asylum and calling it a dark house? Or is, the, is it a reference to the, in quotes, house that lucy has built around herself because i feel like you know what i mean it's kind of dark you know what i mean we get what you mean we get what you mean sorry no you're good i love it no i love it for the one for the one listener that we will have (laughs) that will not understand subtlety you know what i mean oh yeah I think it's quite, personally, I think it's specific to um, the moor or the asylum. Because the book before was called The Lost Children, which was specifically about the asylum. So Dark House, I think is, is you know, this is where, this is the place that is centering, that's the center of where things have occurred and is bringing all of it together. This is the apex or the or the center of this tragedy and spanning i really like how she's going like back and forth to present day um and and um to like like before like explaining a little more of what had happened um with lizzie and alice and probably everything that led up to the um closing of the moor which is what I think um, happened with the Tommy situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a house struck me as weird. I, I kept expecting to see a residence involved. And since we didn't, I, you know, I thought, okay, well, maybe well, she's playing to on. Sell it, so maybe. Well, I, I no, and I, they're also UK and, you know, like a flashlight was a torch throughout the book. I love that. Book, I, so. I feel um, like I feel like I'm over there. <laughs> right. So maybe maybe house has a little broader term. Just when I think house, I think you know residence and nothing else. Well, it was the residence for the children. That's true. Sure. And that could easily be that. I was just, I don't know, probably overthinking it. No, no. It could, be the me- it could be the metaphor. Well, I guess, well, Helen, if you're hearing us, if you're listening to this, please let us know. Oh, we have so many questions. So many That's questions. if she got past the first 10 minutes of this. I mean, <laughs> right. 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 You're like, oh my God, when are you going to talk about me? <laughs> Not in a narcissistic I way. I don't <laughs> think that she would say that. 
No, she's probably busy writing another book. Right? She <laughs> is. Yeah. She is. And all of them seem to be bestsellers. Yeah, that's outstanding. Mm. What's your next question, Kyle? Now I'm really digging okay, your another, questions, I, I, man. I, I, I've, got, I've got more. I've got more. I've got more. Uh, um, <laughs> now, don't it, ask too many questions or George might have to kill you. I'll keep him brief, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm reading it, I'm kind of th- in my head. Maddie is like a good intentioned dullard is how he comes across to me. Is that how he comes across to you guys? He's kind of like he, he can't tie his shoes without Lucy telling him. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like a lot. Okay, puppy. Tennessee. Right, a little bit. George. And I do not want a romantic relationship between her, mm-hmm. him, and Lucy. That would really turn me off. Agreed. For real. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I think he. He's. He's a. Yeah. I think he's a well-intentioned. You know. Um, peripheral character that's serving a purpose to like being her anchor and her chauffeur when she needs it her coffee dude right maybe some muscle yep note taker right okay yeah George thoughts nah I don't, <laughs> I don't like any uh, in. I don't like romantic subplots or anything that can lead to romantic subplots so what are you gonna get I'm just gonna like you know just assume that this is gonna it's like a platonic professional yeah. relationship and that's all that's going to remain. Please, please, Helen, please don't do us like this. <laughs> I'm sure like she has like you know this uh, apparently is like a series and this character like is like reoccurring. I'm sure you know she has a lot of fans that probably want something to happen. Oh, I sincerely hope not, because she's still hung up on with her ex. Um, and this dude, you know... I don't want to hear anything about crazy. that either. I don't want to hear about no ex. I want to hear nothing no, no, about no. no romance. But that, <laughs> that's what I want a horror story. I want... Where's the bodies at? You know? Hurt you, I don't want... <laughs> Speaking of What's which, name? I was not expecting um, when uh, the real estate agent walked into that room i was not expecting it to be that graphic Mm, with an ice pick protruding an eye and i literally jumped off my of my seat when i'm like oh god okay (laughs) what um how how did you guys react when you read that part like literally two chapters in i did that stuff though stab people in the eye with an ice pick you don't owe me 25 cents (laughs) Now you owe her. Right. (laughs) Me and George, we've been knocking some people out with ice picks lately. Um, (laughs) From the government, right? For the government, yes. Kyle, don't out them. Dude, come on. No, it's, um, you know, creepy asylum, children not being treated well, um, and then the ice pick, you know, I mean, lobotomies. Um, so it, it kind of spooked it up a little bit and just, I mean, it was appropriate for an asylum for somebody to be murdered with a terrible lobotomy, right? An orbitoclast? Yeah. Did I say that right? right? Close enough. <laughs> sure. 
Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> Who do we think is going to get it next? Because apparently this person has a list. Of uh, two people long, but she has a list. She's already off to one. Do we think it's the nurse? I think the nurse has got to go. The nurse has to go. Oh my God. What a terrible, terrible person. Yeah. I read, I'm like, you're nasty. Go away. I hope she, I hope she's not the aunt. Um, she's not Maddie's aunt. That'd be awful. Terrible. Terrible. But he did, he did mention an aunt Alice and then Aud- Audrey Stone is the nurse's name. So I'm like, um, don't know if we got confused here or there was another nurse named Alice. So we'll see if Maddie's actually um, Nurse Stone's nephew. That would be a twist. That would be. I did have a... I had a question. Um, this is more leaning towards, like, not plot-wise, but just... Um, what did everyone think of like the the writing itself uh, because that's something that I like usually fixate on is like how a book flows um, and like I know uh, Jenny you listened to the audio <laughs> the audio book that I could God not get through you, I, I'm, I'm sorry like Miss Pfeiffer and like I, I'm you know I, I like I like the work so far it's just you need to like talk to Audible about hooking you up with a better narrator like like, it was very it was very difficult for me to and get through it and it's like not it's nothing against the narrator it's just the passion was not there it was very static and very bland um and i felt like that wasn't appropriate for like a horror story you know something where the intention is to scare people or to uh induce feelings of like you know worry or nervousness I, it was just it was almost like laughably laughably laugh, laughably bad to listen to it and again i just don't want to like beat up on it like too much it's just i feel like that matters because uh, there's an entire segment of people out there that consume audiobooks and i would hate for someone's work to be disregarded just because of a bad experience with an audiobook if that makes sense I, I agree with that. A uh, narrator can make or break a book um, on audio for sure. Yeah. I have no opinion. So the writing itself. Audio. Sorry, go ahead, Kyle. No, I was just saying I have no opinion. I've never listened to an audiobook. I'm sorry, what? He's never listened to an audiobook. What? No, sorry. <laughs> what? No. I like to read. I like to read. I think because of the whole theater of the mind thing, I I see all of this very vividly. I'll, I'll consume I'll consume books in whatever form they come. We're not ableists here, so <laughs> we are fine. If you love reading and that's your jam, do it. If you like listening, I I Jenny um, also has to drive a long um, long time to get to work, and so do I. So I enjoy listening to audiobooks, but this one, I decided to um, download in my Kindle, and I'm reading it, and I have it in the dark setting to get me in the mood, and it's worked so far for me. I think one of the things that throws me off is the past tense of the words. Um, I'm not used to learnt with a T instead of learned and um, whilst 
with an ST at the end instead of while. Um, oh, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a definitely a Brit thing. And adjust- so many British it's an authors. Adjustment that, for, yeah. yeah, actually, I say them sometimes. Yeah, I occasionally... That and I'm very hoity-toity. <laughs> oh, we know it. Um, <laughs> um, it's 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 definitely a little bit of an adjustment, but I love 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 to learn about other cultures while reading contemporaneous books because like coppers and and you know to- and she's Helen did an amazing investigative work on how to on how like these um, investigations occur. I'm hoping that they actually occur like this. I didn't know like autopsies happen in an open theater. If that's the case, I mean, that's pretty, wow. <laughs> that that threw me off a little bit. Um, Cause you're used to like seeing like the one coroner doing his own thing and all that kind of stuff and not with like an audience, certainly not the detective or her deputy um, read, listening in um, and watching everything. Um, and like how everything flows, like with the CSIs and, you know, the task force, task force and everybody, um, and how she's delegating all that kind of thing. My, 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 I like very process oriented and project oriented. So that spoke to me (laughs) in, uh, different levels. So I really enjoyed that part. Kind of like seeing how the, how the, how they're getting to one, how they're getting through the investigation. That makes sense. Yeah, I, agree. I like that she didn't try to Americanize how she, she wrote, not. how she thought. Yeah, no, it's. I I'm love gonna it. say refreshing, but not refreshing, but not pander to an audience. Yeah, That's I like the right word for sure. Yeah, I like that. That yeah, this is how I write. This is how I think. Yep. I'm not gonna change it to yeah. So I like that quite a lot as well. Me too. Thoughts, George? Since you brought it up. Yeah, um, I appreciate the writing style too. It feels very authentic, and uh, again, like I'm a I'm a big fan of just like writing styles that don't have too much uh, purple prose. Um, things that like it's just like there's just enough description to understand like you know what's going on and like because it's like with uh what Kyle said like with the theater of the mind like you'd be surprised how much people fill in the blanks when they're reading you know I mean I understand there's such a thing as like not giving enough detail and not being descriptive enough but I feel like authors uh nowadays like try to overcompensate and try to give too much detail with characters and environments and stuff like that you can paint some pretty beautiful pictures like you know with what's on you know the page but I feel like you know when you allow a person to kind of just um, do fill in the blanks themselves especially with horror it works well which is why like uh, with your reaction to the ice pick thing I kind of had like a similar reaction because I didn't expect you know that to be as uh, detailed or vivid as it was um it, it certainly was it was right. effective it was effective in that moment but i just i wouldn't like to see too much of that i i like when horror kind of just does the whole closed door type thing and then you imagine what's on the other side of the door yeah when a, when an author um 
leaves out just enough detail, the theater of the mind thing, when you leave out just enough detail that the image in your head is dim. Right. And then she throws that at you, you know, very starkly and like yeah, one of the things uh, that Yeah, I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, one of the things I love, like whenever major book series get like a, a Hollywood treatment and then everybody's just like, Well, who's gonna play so and so? And then everybody's like, you know, posting pictures of the actor that they think should play it and the actors look radically different from each other. I think that's a very cool thing because it's like everybody's imagining I mean again like you can describe a character and how they look but again people are filling in those nuances like those blanks like okay if you don't describe a character to have something like a mole or freckles or anything like that they might add in you know something like that that might be something that just you know uh, stands out to them or is something that they may just think about and it kind of sticks with it and thus they end up having just widely different ideas of what a character looks like compared to what you know maybe the author themselves may have intended i agree i agree 100 percent with everybody's take on that uh, the mind can be a terrifying place when dealing with thrillers and horrors so what we imagine is our worst fears in that situation, not necessarily the authors. So, um, like George said, with the Hollywood treatment, I also find it very interesting some of the players they pick and what the end result comes out to be. It, it can make or break a movie for me. Definitely. All right. Okay, uh, I've got another. Wait, I've got another one. Sorry, George, I've got one more. Okay. So we were talking about Lucy being likable, not like likable. Uh, I definitely kind of lean your guys's way. She's she's a little unlikable, but not terribly so. Just maybe a little like something has happened that's maybe skewed her personality. But is she likable or not? Is she intriguing? Because I think she's very intriguing. Like I want to know more about her. I want to know how did she get to here. I agree. What don't we know? I agree. I think that would be a fun... Those would be fun questions to ask. Those would be fun things to find out through a series. You find out, you know, how, how did her marriage go this wrong? How did her daughter get... How did she go down this path? Uh, I yeah, I think that I think that'd be fun. So I want to know, more. how did she get hooked up with Maddie? You know, that kind of stuff. So I find her very intriguing. And I... I think she's she wrote it that way for me at least i was excited you know she didn't give a lot of detail at the front end we don't know how tall lucy is you know those authors that do that we don't know how tall she is we don't know how old she is we don't know what exactly what she's wearing other than the converse uh i like those things you know keep me keep me interested keep me wondering what happened prior or around so is she is she sorry is she intriguing i think i like um i'd like to know what happened um in her past why she was suspended for three months um and how that has informed her choices or will inform her choices moving forward um she has a hang up with the doctor and i think that's going to come up later on as well 
I don't know that the the doctor is a good person per se. Um, either, so we'll see. But intriguing, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Anyone else? I'm not intrigued per se, but I'm not not intrigued. Like, I can't decide if I'm invested enough in the character yet. If that makes sense. Or in the story itself. Correct. But again, like George said, and I agree with him on the narrator of the Audible version, um, I'm not loving the narration. It's very flat. So if I was reading it uh, myself, I maybe would theorize different things as I'm reading um, and maybe make her into somebody that's more somebody I can relate to in some way or another or at least get more invested in if that makes sense it does yeah. absolutely so I guess my answer yeah. is not quite entirely intrigued, but not quite entirely not intrigued, I guess. Right. So as the book goes on, maybe there will be some something that triggers me to be more intrigued or just be like, ugh, I'm so over her, you know. Sure. I guess we're going to leave it there for this episode. Um, we'll have more questions. We'll have more discussions. And we are going to read uh, from chapter 20 to 39. 19 to 39. No. Not all of us read ahead, Carol. <laughs> I did not read ahead. We were you supposed to read up. We were supposed to read chapter read up 19. Up to 19. No. no. Up to 19. When it said 19 at the top of the page, when I stopped. Yeah, you say up to 19, that means you stop. That 19. means 19. If you have right. said through 19. I can't help you, Carol. I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, we are podcast. Language matters. <laughs> Language yeah. matters. Like, Jesus. All right. Well, from chapter 19. Yeah, read a header. Up to chapter 40. That means when it says 40, stop there. Yes, exactly. Not to 41. I agree. <laughs> Fine. Oh, man. Nitpickers. Man. Man, this gang up for just 25 cents, bro. It's 25 hey, cents. 25 cents. 25 cents. You can't even no buy a Coke anymore. Is. Can't even buy a, a Coke anymore for that. You know that, right? You can't even buy a 25 cent pack of gum for 25 cents. <laughs> no joke. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she's, right. she's living on my dime. <laughs> um, Technically a quarter. I'm living on your quarter. <laughs> quarter. I'm living on your corner. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to wrap it up there. You can find us on all the socials. Um, you can write us at the last page at bookcast at gmail.com. Um, we're, like I said, on all the socials, um, the last page bookcast. And feel free to hit us up there. Let yeah, us know how you're liking message. it so far. Go ahead. Please message because I'm, I'm actually very interested in what other people. I mean, answer these questions. For yeah. Me. I, I, yeah, I'd be super interested. I'm Definitely. sure you see something that I don't. So, yeah, that'd be cool. 
for sure. Um, so feel free to read with us. Follow Helen Pfeiffer at um, Helen Pfeiffer Author, I believe, on Instagram. And uh, we'll catch you next Thursday. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Bye. Thanks. Good night. Bye.